Hello, this is Kevin Doherty, Chief Strategy Officer for 806 Technologies and your host for Just Thinking. On our podcast today, we have a great friend and esteemed colleague, Evan Edwards, and I'm going to let Evan introduce herself to you. Well, hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for inviting me today. It's so good to see you and it's so good to be here. Um, So I'm Evan Edwards and I am a, a career educator. Um, I have done many things in my life, but the main thing that I'm just proud of is just being in public education. And as we think about that, I, I served many, many years as, as a teacher. Actually, I was a band and orchestra conductor and taught a little math in there. Um, then I moved to the leadership realm where I uh, spent time in the principalship and spent many, many years at central office and in various roles. And then um, since then, I've also worked as a consultant and then came to work for 806 Technologies, where I really work in leadership development. So it's a great, great career that continues um, as, as I really fulfill my need and my passion in education. Awesome. And so, Evan, uh, you've obviously had a, a rich career as an educational leader and you've done a wealth of research throughout the years. I mean, you're clearly a lifelong learner. Of all the research that you've done, what are some of the top uh, takeaways from the research that you've done that you think would be beneficial for our listeners and viewers of this podcast to to hear? Well, as far as research, you know, it it really becomes, um, I love the work of of Tom Rath and the Gallup organization and where he really identifies trust, compassion, stability, and hope as those key foundational Um, pieces that we really want as followers from our leaders. So therefore, when we turn that around, we as leaders need to make sure that we're really installing those pieces into our work so that our followers have that same level of trust, feel the compassion, understand and feel the the stability, and also have the hope for the future. Uh, And so he is definitely one that that is definitely one of the things that I think that it is public school people we, we need to really focus on are those four attributes that we can build. So regardless of where you are within the organization, you know, I always think of our our work with with teachers and and that our teachers are the leaders of our students. And so that's another really, really great, empowering place that we have is 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 teachers. We have brilliance in our educate in, in our educators, and we need to unleash that brilliance um, as we build those those students forward. So really, just the the high capacity of, of teachers and their work, um, and and then then another area that I think that we really um, are working so hard on now is that inclusion and that equity piece where we're really working and see the research and the, and the opportunities for promise that we have to really close any achievement gaps that we have between all of our different groups of kids. And, you know, I see that every day when I see educators working so hard to really build that equitability across the classroom with all students, regardless of their exceptionalities. It's wonderful to see that the opportunities that we do have to really um, level that playing field for every single child that we serve across our country. I love that. And so you mentioned Rath by name, but any other researchers that really stand out to you that have impacted you and your work, especially? Well, absolutely. You know, I, I really 
Um, I, I like the work of John Hattie. Uh, you know, he's he's very good right now, and he's offered lots of opportunities for um, leaders to really hone in and, and be very specific and focused on things. Of course, Robert Marzano has been around for for many years, and he continues to be on the cutting edge of things in school reform. And then Doug Reeves as well. He's always bringing forth new and challenging ideas and concepts, and he still continues to support us across America in, in many of the things that we think about uh, in relationship to, again, really equity and inclusion, great grading processes, opening our practices, um, and building up those around us. So there's there's lots of great, oh my goodness, we could just talk talk about so many of them, you know, we've got, we, we've got so many out there that are really doing great work right now. Well, I really appreciate that because what's that? Well, I was just thinking that, you know, our listeners could be varied in levels of experience as education leaders. So, you know, for some, all those names are familiar for others. They're going to be looking them up and doing a Google search and doing some reading and um, just deepening their knowledge and understanding. So thank you for sharing that. Um, challenges. What are the challenges? I know you work uh, very closely with principals throughout the nation. What are the challenges that you're witnessing, that you're hearing about um, that are most relevant and most uh, pertinent for the educational leaders today? Well, I think some of the challenges really um, are opportunities for us to really grow and, and, and rethink about some of the things that we're doing. I think one thing that we're really working toward is, is Really, again, we talked about it before that equity and inclusion piece where we're really working to 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 level the playing field for all students, you know, and in the great opportunities that we have to really uh, build new and different ways of engaging students in the work um, so that they're doing the heavy lifting of the learning. Uh, I think we're working really hard on that. I think we're also we're looking at a, at a kind of changing educational landscape. Um, we've been through many different changes over the last few years, and that's given us the opportunity to rethink and regroup um, and, and find things that that really are are building us forward um, in the educational field. We're also we have lots of disruptions going on right now. You know, we, we've got some new things going on as far as some new technology ideas, it's artificial intelligence. We've got um attention span gaps that we're really trying to work with now as we come back from post-COVID. Another big um, thing is is teacher satisfaction and retention. Um, You know, educators, in my book, are the most important uh, workforce folks we've got. And we're building the future here and building that that amazing workforce and and keeping our great teachers involved and, and around for a long time is really incredibly important for us. So that all comes together when we really begin to work at some look at some of the challenges that we have. Well, I think you've touched on this already a little bit in the responses that you just shared, but what are the greatest opportunities that you see today? While there are many challenges and we're all pretty well aware of them, what are the opportunities? And again, I think you touched on this a little bit in your last response. Well, I think the opportunities are our continued belief in educational excellence for every student. You know, I, I think that's an opportunity that teachers have. I think that, you know, teachers have always stepped up to the plate. 
They've come. Leaders have come. We've come together to look and, and see right where we are and where we can go. And so I think this gives us an opportunity to kind of sit back and, and again, add, add tools to our toolbox to really begin to think about new and different strategies uh, in new and different ways where we can engage our students at new and higher levels of, of, of learning. You know, I think that that we have an opportunity to have a tremendous impact on students. I, I think that we have, you know, we continue that role and what we do know our best educators do and build that deep relationship with students where they can really hone in and gather uh, their personality and their curiosity into the lessons and into their moving forward um, as learners. And as we build the, the workforce of the future, I also think that it's, it, it's a, an opportunity for us to address these educational challenges. Uh, we love a good challenge. How can we overcome these challenges? How can I begin to do something different um, and maybe in a new and a different way um, so that I can get 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 kids through, thoroughly involved and excited about the lessons that they teach? And, you know, I just I, I think it also goes back to it's that opportunity for continuous improvement to where we continually look at that loop. What can we do? What can we do? Plan, do, study, act. I'm, what can we do to really get things going to where we're really seeing improvement and we know that we're seeing it through the work that we're doing? Well, you painted an amazingly hopeful picture of what those opportunities could present. What are some things that we need to do from an action standpoint to ensure that those opportunities become realities for educators and the learners we serve? Well, I think that we need to um, continue the great work we do around supporting our educators as leaders. So I'll move into the leadership aspect right now a little bit. I think that as leaders, um, we have the we just like our, our teachers, we have the opportunity to really build our workforce, to build those professional educators up um, so that we have the opportunity to continue our learning so that we in turn are helping our staff learn um, how we can bring together the brilliance of everybody through true collaboration um, moving from I always I always say moving from that congenial conversation to that that collegial conversation um, setting up the, the culture of the environment such that we as educators can come to the table and really kind of get get together and and get scrappy maybe even a little bit in a very in a very professional way to really get our ideas out so that we can begin to to think about things in new and different ways where we can open those, you know, that growth mindset that Carol Dweck always talks about. She's such an amazing, again, talk about a great researcher. But how, how can we open our minds to new and different ways of thinking and be open to trying new and different things so that we can really, really begin to just see the glow in the, in the learning environment through our kids' eyes? Um, and opening up that curiosity so so that we're building that culture in our school where where kids can't wait to come and teachers can't wait to be. But I think as leaders, we also must really focus in on that collaborative learning process to really where we have those professionals coming together to learn. The expertise is out there. I always say the answer's in the room. How can we unleash that brilliance in a way that really moves us forward? So I think that th those are some things that as leaders that we can work through and the challenging areas that we see, but it's also bringing great hope for the future. Love that. Uh, that message of hope is so needed today. At least uh, that's what I have 
sensed and felt in my travels throughout the nation and working with educators uh, in recent months and years. So um, what are some work that you're doing currently or um, you plan to do in the near future that is helping to address spreading this message of, of hope and possibility for educators and especially educational leaders? Well, one of the things is, is uh, uh, work with principals and principals, what we call uh, principals lead. And principals do lead in many different ways. And that means uh, different things here at 806. But the main thing about that is bringing principals together to really hone their craft, to really work together in a collaborative environment um, where we take different topics, where we certainly study and work with them and, and we gather gather um, evidence from the field where we can meet people where they are and then grow them as leaders. Um, this is a wonderful, wonderful group of people that work together um, toward excellence on their campuses. So that's one thing that we're working on. The other thing that we have is something called Power Up, where we work with central office, where we really build the power of the central office teams to support those campuses, really honing in on the vision and the mission and the strategic direction of the district, where they can then align systems of support to really ensure that the principals on the campuses you know, the Wallace research is very clear on this. The principals are just right neck and neck with that teacher as far as, as being the one that is, is highly influential in student learning. And so the campus is where things are happening. That's where the learning is taking place. And central office's critical role is to really provide that guidance and support for those campuses. So we have Power Up, which really pulls that all together in ways where we look not only at the collaborative environment at central office, but it is, as it is aligned to the, the strategic direction through the vision and the mission, um, but also where we look at systems. What is the systems alignment? How can we kind of... Uh, ensure that it's smooth sailing throughout the system instead of those bumps and bumps and kind of sometimes ditches that we run into um, that, that are unintentional, but that sometimes cause a little disruption to those systems. So that's another wonderful thing that we're working through here at 806 Technologies. Another thing we offer is executive coaching, um, which for all professionals, if, if that's not part of your life, that's a, wonderful opportunity for continued personal growth um, with with an executive coach. I love that. Um, so it's my understanding you're working now with the principals of Fairbanks, Alaska, Fairbanks North Starborough School District, under the direction of their director of professional learning, Alitza Unruh. Would you share a little bit about how that training is going? Well, that's a wonderful training model. And of course, they are just such wonderful people. There's nothing like saying I'm working with people in the North Pole, literally. <laughs> uh, so the North Pole schools are there. Uh, but uh, it's a wonderful group of educators that are really looking forward. Uh, they're forward thinking. They're forward moving. They're, they're um, learning together. The great thing is, is it's, uh, you know, as we all come together as principals, we're at all different experience levels, all different mindsets, all different expertise, all different subject area mastery, all of those things. So, again, it's an opportunity to really pull people together with their strengths 
um, to where everybody in the group is benefiting from the strengths and the knowledge of each one. So that model, we started out uh, together, mm-hmm. uh, building relationships, and then it's a hybrid model throughout the year, working with them. In fact, I'm working with them today. Nice. Um, so I have an opportunity to work with them. We work um, around different different topics that are meaningful as we really build a customized model for the district itself. Um, to where we're really building the capacity of those leaders um, and and through support um, across the system, as you said, from the central office, each other. And then, of course, um, just as being a facilitator of, the, of, of their brilliance, um, I, I, I'm just fortunate to be a part of the learning that they're doing. I love that. Well, we're coming to the close of our podcast session for today. Is there anything else that you're just thinking about education that you would like to share with our listeners, viewers, that you've not yet had an opportunity to share? Well, you know, I I think that sometimes we get, um, you know, as we think about growing, we as as leaders, we as educators, you know, it's a constant growth. You know, one thing I always challenge myself to do and I challenge all those I work with to do is really spend 45 minutes a day in professional learning, learning, whether that's listening to a podcast, whether that's reading a book, reading articles, looking at the research, whatever that happens to be, just really honing in and sharpening our sharpening our set of tools that we have that continuous professional learning for all of us. You know, it's also about adaptability and flexibility. We can't be the same that we've always been. Things are always different. And that's the beauty of our work. There's no two organizations that are the same. There's no two schools that are the same. No two places have exactly the same makeup that that another one does. And so that's the beauty of it all. It's also the challenge of it all. And so that's where we really just build our skills, continue our learning, um, work together with those great researchers that we have in our country and those great practitioners to where we can just really find that recipe that works where we are planted and then make a difference to where we're able to really, really enrich the lives of the students that we serve, which is why we're here. And so as we think about that, it's all about those kids that we serve and every single one of them, every single one of them have gifts. And how can we bring those out for the future, for not only their future, but for the future of where we all will be as well? I so love that. I appreciate the fact that you brought us all the way back to our why. And yet at the same time, you presented a a future focused view of where we can be and a a message of hope and possibility for the future for education and for educators, but most importantly, for all those learners that we serve. So it is an honor and a pleasure to be your colleague and to have had the opportunity to spend this time with you today. So Thank you so much, Evan, for being part of Just Thinking. Oh, thank you, Kevin. It's delightful to be here this morning.